0: You're listening to Campus Review Radio. To register for our upcoming Higher Equity Summit examining the various barriers to equality in higher education visit campusreview.com.au and follow the links to Higher Equity Summit. Blue Stocking Week was actually something that the National Union of Students did back in the 90s and it sort of fell away after the Howard government actually legislated away student unions um, being able to collect fees. And the So a few years ago, we were actually talking to our Women's Action Committee and said, look, we are having a real difficulty finding space to talk about gender equity and women's issues within the universities. Um, We have gender equity policies. We have a whole lot of stuff that looks good, but things don't seem to be getting any better. We seem to be stalling and getting promotions for women. The students are talking a lot about the lack of safety on campus. And to people like myself, who've been students like in the 70s and 80s, saying things seem to be going backwards and we don't seem to have spaces to talk about it. And that's what the students did with Blue Stocking Week. Let's try and bring it back. So we talked to the NUS who are having exactly the same conversation. So that's where it came from about what it was about is about is trying to carve out some space to put the all, the all of these issues, whether it's about safety on campus or, of course, the broader questions of violence against women, whether it's about women, women's so careers advancing as staff. And getting back to talking about that fundamental issue that one of the biggest reasons for women's inequality is that we still have an incredibly gender-segregated um, workforce in Australia um, and which is reflected in what people study um, at university and that's just not really shifting much and why is that so in this country compared to other countries where there's been much more significant changes. These are the things we have to grapple with. Why is it still harder for women to have a career in the STEM discipline? So that's, that's what took us to the whole idea. Blue Stockings was a name that was given to the first generations of women, you know, like over a century ago, who were starting to fight their way into university places, um, and which was a big battle. Um, and to some credit to Australia is that our universities, they were actually co-educational. Our university system started as a public system and it was open to women. Um, but still, very few women, of course, are getting through high school qualifying to get into um, university. And so not dissimilarly to the women in other parts of the world, Um, they were few and they were seen as uh, and there was still um, a lot of sexism, there was still very much a view and a view I have to say that persisted when I was at university, an undergraduate in the 70s, of that women just aren't as capable or as smart as men and therefore shouldn't be in the classes and yet when women are in the classes, are in the courses and do well it's still seen as an aberration or you're a pioneer and we still have a A bit of that hanging around as well. So the blue stockings was a derogatory um, expression about those women who um, basically wanted to get an education, wanted to be able to do what their brothers were doing. So largely at that time, white middle class women, but also women being supported by their communities to go on to university, going through and and becoming teachers, doctors, going and scientists going into all sorts of professions but having to deal with this oh she's a blue stocking and therefore there's sort of something wrong with her she's focusing on her um, brain instead of worrying about her womb there was a there was there was this discourse at the time of um that if women go on to do a lot of education there and exercise their brains, their wombs will atrophy and they won 't be able to have children so those are sort of things that this was back in the nineteenth century that you know, the women education campaign has had to deal with so so the the response to that um that women want to go to university, want to go to high school, first of all, want to go to university, was no, you're not smart enough to. And then realising women were quite capable was, oh, we're not going to let you in anyway to prove you are capable of doing it. So that's, that's where the blue stocking expression started being used to put down these women and women just, as has happened often with an expression used to um, criticise have been adopted and, and yeah, proudly waved the flag of, um, okay, call us blue stockings, and if that means we're clever, ambitious young women, yeah, happy to have that tag. But it actually comes, the blue stocking expression is actually a lot older. Um, it actually comes from you know, back a century earlier, when, um, and it was in this case quite elite women that were... Um, gathering together in um, literary salons and this was in um, England uh, also on the continent um, and because they couldn't enter any sort of um, educational institutions so they'd gather together to discuss the um, latest books and so on and that was uh, where the blue stocking term first started out because they had there were some men involved too and there was someone adopted wearing a blue stocking and worsted woolen stock instead of the silk stockings of the upper class so that's where the actual origin of the term came from but it was where we're using it is where it was used in the um earlier um in the 20th century as women were um the blue stockings was a name given as a put down of women going into the unis and the women said no we're proud of it so what we have organized on across lots of campuses and it's organized on campus by um by the staff and by the students and um uh, and so things will range from um morning teas to bring people together, just that thing of people need a chance to sit and have a talk or stand around and have a talk and speakers will please will be invited in from outside or internally to the university others are there's a whole lot, lot of more adventurous things going on one of the ones. That's done on one of the Western Australian universities over a couple of years now is the inviting of an elder, local elder, who, whose land on which the university is built, to come and take people to walk around to say, well, this is you know, how things were before you built your university here, and um, and to talk about women in Aboriginal communities. We have in other places, there's been. Um, Bigger events organised where there's been fundraising and fundraising to support working women's centres, to support um, re- uh, women's refuges, and um, to support women refugees or refugee communities. So there's a there's both an internal and external look at things. At Queensland University last year, the um, the students. Uh, went and had a look at um university archives to find you know, the women that um, are long mentioned and so on and went round and renamed the university buildings after prominent women um, with um, a you know, screen t- talking about their lives because what they have at Queensland Uni is, uh, appropriately on the buildings, it has little bios of the people it's named after. So they went and um, replaced those with naming them after women. So there's a lot of ways of trying to look at um, yeah, we still need to redress sexism. We still need to deal with um, the inequalities. The policies that we have are all well and good, but if there's not that change in people's mindset, the same old patterns get repeated. Yeah, you know, we really need to be addressing. Why we have, um, we do have more women in universities than men, both as staff and students. And I've had a few comments from people saying, you know, what, oh, you know, what are you going on about? There's equality because there's just as many men in it, sorry, just more women than men in universities. But the reality still is women will finish their courses in universities, they'll graduate and there's a few areas where women will um, start earning starting salaries that are greater than men's. Interestingly, in the areas where there's few women, um, but what happens very quickly in unfortunately still in women's careers is that they start to go, start to slow down and women across Australia, and that was half the superannuation earnings of men. So we can't have that continue.